Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle instead of Podbean as well as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. So if you were previously on Podbean but somehow listening to this, Make sure you subscribe somewhere else. Also, we're on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Hit like and subscribe. There's a great place to get us if you have an Android phone. But also you get all of the other content that we provide, including all of the Dolphins content. Check out David Fernandez and others on the pre- and post-game shows. Also, check out FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. Latest content without a paywall. Great article by Marco Romo on there right now about Udonis Haslam. One by Matteo Mayorga about the heat as well. So we've got Dolphins, Heat, and all the other sports. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That includes Prize Picks. Make sure you're using that code 5, F-I-V-E. Get your initial deposit matched up to $100. You can play the props right now on the NFL. Two is at $3,900. And 50 yards, if you feel a certain way about that over or under. But, of course, you can play any player on any team, pretty much. Go to Prize Picks. This is just rated the number one fastest-growing sports product in the country. So check out why you get your initial deposit matched up to $100 if you use the code F-I-V-E. And now, tonight's episode. Down to this Yay. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. i got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. I've got Brady Hawk. You can follow him at Brady Hawk 305. Greg has the night off tonight. He'll be back starting next week. We're going to take one of the suggestions from our Off the Floor feed. If you're not subscribed to Off the Floor, it's free for the first week. It's $3.05. You know why. Every week after that, we take suggestions from there. But the winner tonight of the topic that we chose, because we asked for topics there, is going to end up getting a T-shirt. So make sure you subscribe there and uh, and you'll get in the running for all of that stuff. So this was one of the ideas that this particular uh, phone number threw out. I don't know the name of the person, which was who is the guy that will give the biggest upside surprise this year for the heat? Again, assuming that the roster is as it is, as we go into the season and that's looking somewhat likely, even though obviously the Kevin Durant situation may free up the heat to do something, but they're still waiting on Donovan Mitchell, depending on who you believe Donovan Mitchell, of course, uh, you know, has, I guess, through various channels kind of made it clear. He'd like to play for one of the New York teams or Miami. We'll have more on that when we bring Greg in uh, in a couple of days. But we're going to go through upside surprises here. I'm going to go last this time, okay, because I always get accused of choosing Alex's. So I'm going to go last. We're going to let, let Alex go first, which now he's going to tell me that I'm putting him on the spot. Radio goes second. I'll go third. 
Correct. Give me a player. Give me a player who you think is going to outperform what the expectations are, because there were two last year for sure. I mean, there are a bunch. Kayla Martin was one. Max Struess was another. Gabe Vincent was another. I think we clearly can say all three of those guys outperformed expectations to be essentially rotation players. And in Struess's case, a starter. In Vincent's case, a spot starter. Who's your choice for this year? So, I think uh, to make it a little bit easier to answer this question. I'm going to narrow the pool down to uh, role players, right? Not necessarily like who I think from their main core guys is going to take a big jump. So, it, you know, in the same line of thinking as the guys that you, you were uh, bringing up there. So my pick is Haywood Highsmith, right? I think the way that he came to summer league, looking all beefed up, the way that it's been kind of hinted about in reports throughout the summer, you know, sprinkled in here and there, the way that they didn't make any moves, just the way that the roster stands right now, it seems like Haywood Highsmith is going to be one of those guys who plays a decent amount of minutes. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be a starting for, you know, it's a possibility, though. Um, but I think he's going to be somebody who plays, I want to say, around 15, perhaps 20 minutes if the, the roster stays as is. Right. Because I do think he could. he's one of those guys who is probably ahead physically and probably uh, from a discipline standpoint than the other guys in the room that they have right there in the, in the power forward room. Because if they're really just going to hold off on, you know, Jimmy at the four for the playoffs uh, and play other guys at the four throughout the season, then I think Highsmith has a good chance to be a 15, 20 minutes a game type of guy. And I think defense definitely do not want to hear that. But he's kind of in the mold of the fours they've liked over the years. And he's going to be one of those uh, spot players for them, I think, the way that, they, that it's looking right now. I could be wrong. Maybe they just go with their first round pick, right? This would not blame them for doing that whatsoever. But he is 19, he is skinny, and we've seen them go for the guys who are more ready-made now, whether, you know, from a physical or mental standpoint, and it seems like they're kind of getting Highsmith ready for that type of role. So he's my pick. Well, Brady, you, you identified him pretty early as a guy that would be back when they let him go, and now there is a clear role for him. I mean, as much as we've talked about Caleb Martin as a four, I don't know that that's necessarily something that the Heat want to do. I, I feel like they would rather have him in kind of that sort of Jimmy pseudo clone role uh, that they had him in last season, especially because we know Jimmy's going to miss time and some of that's going to be calculated. But you, you, you think he's a dark horse for the rotation, right? Yeah, I do. The issue is that this rotation is still very deep. Like they lost PJ Tucker and added Victor Oladipo in comparison to the regular season. So it's going to be still hard to gain minutes for a guy like that, but there's still that opening at the four that we keep talking about that if there's a, a kind of a dark horse at the bottom of the roster and what this topic is, is kind of being a big surprise. Like a lot of these role player type guys, Alex is right. Like he's the guy, like the reason I feel like uh, back a while back, I thought he'd be kind of find his way onto this roster is because he's just kind of a prototypical heat guy, heat build. Uh, just being just a lengthy type of three, four, that's a three and D guy. Like that's pretty ideal to kind of work with. And you saw him in the, in the summer league this past year, be a really good perimeter defender. Like we kind of thought of him as uh, a guy that could hit the, the catch shoot three and that'll kind of be a specialty, but the defensive stuff came along pretty quickly. And if you think about any role player that's kind of shined in a heat uniform, that always happens. Like it's always something at first that catches your eye. And then all of a sudden the defense just slowly rises up the pole. And you're like, Oh wait, that, that his main thing is defense. Okay. And you kind of figure it out pretty quickly. That's what I kind of think about here. I think he could be a pretty solid defender. I don't know about, let's say he plays the four and we're still back at that PJ thing about can he size up and stuff like that. I'm still not sold on that type of stuff, 
but I think he's going to be a really solid perimeter defender. And if he can get the three-point shot, catch and shoot, and be, like I said before, just simply a 3 and D guy, that's all they're going to want. He's not going to be a guy that's going to be putting the ball on the floor a ton. Uh, he could possibly be a type of screener or stuff like that, but that's where I kind of come down on it. He's the guy that's going to have a simple role coming in, and if he just does exactly that role, he'll have a chance, I guess, of getting some quality minutes this season. All right, Brady's going to be next. Before we do, I want to tell you about how to sponsor the Five Reasons Sports Network. For your premium CBD, go to therapistpreferred.com. Get the tincture, the sports cream, the gummies. Helps for recovery, helps for sleep. Again, it's therapistpreferred.com. Use the code 5, that's number 5, RSN, for 25% off throughout the site. Brady, you're up. I'll say I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction because we're saying the, the kind of the, the topic here was biggest surprise, like compared to expectations. Like I can go in the direction here of looking at guys on the bottom of the roster, like a Marcus Garrett could shine, but I just don't know how many opportunities really going to be there. This is a packed guard room. Like I just can't see that being possible compared to expectations this very season. I can go in the Jovich kind of area there as well, but there's still some, some question marks there. When I've thought about biggest surprise compared to expectations, it's actually one of the guys you mentioned already being surprises last year. And that's Caleb Martin. The reason I say that is because his expectations a little weird right now. It feels to me like when, when you think of Caleb Martin right now, this feels like there's a little bit of grunting and, and, and just a weird feeling because you immediately think of him playing the four and think about that being terrible. Like there's a weird kind of surrounding piece to Caleb Martin right now, where I think like, honestly, He's the guy that I think is going to catch people off guard a little bit this season. And if, if it's at the four, it's at the four. If it's off the bench, playing next to Gabe on the top of a press and being a dominant defensive guy, I think it could be that. I was looking over some other stuff that we kind of compare stuff and look at the offensive stuff and think about him playing kind of in the dunker spot, being a versatile guy, run the floor. He was a really good three-point shooter last season. And I feel like that kind of got lost in the mix a little bit. Like I, I was looking at there was a low – like attempt number of pull-up threes, but it was at 43%. It was 40% catch and shoot threes. Like the fact that a guy that's not known as a three-point shooter was kind of taking the open ones off of a couple swings, shooting 40% there is pretty ideal as an offensive player. And he's still going to grow. I think they're going to, the, the stuff he said in the exit interview this past season was really interesting compared to when he kept saying, playing the role of PJ Tucker. Like we're, I'm not going to play this type of, last year was kind of playing backup to Jimmy. And even before PJ left, and we kind of even thought about this type of stuff, he was talking about being the screener, handoff guy, corner threat, the guy that can play off the role, playmake off the role, all this stuff PJ did, that's something he can do. And now we're at the point where we can have the starting, like I said before, the starting conversation or the backup conversation. But Caleb Martin's going to be key to this group, like he just is. So when I think about expectations, I just don't feel like expectations are that high right now. I will say, I think, it's hard to say that because the guy just got a pretty decent sized contract. So I guess expectations are there that way from the organization because they just put a lot of kind of money into him. But from the fan base's perspective, just in my opinion, I think so. he's somebody that kind of just shoot, kind of shoot up those type of boards and kind of surprise people. Because if he does some of this stuff and he's kind of able to, to mock Jimmy, even if he's playing that type of role, that's something they're going to need this season. Because once again, if he's playing the three, four, or whatever he is, there's so many guards on this roster that he's going to be crucial to this group to kind of glue things together, especially if some guys start to go down. What would be for you, Alex, him exceeding expectations? I think it probably would be him putting up maybe gaudier numbers just with him getting increased minutes at a more consistent level. 
And him outplaying expectations would be him getting, I think, that athleticism and first step back that we saw that he had for most of the season. And I think that would be huge because I think that's probably obviously I don't, you know, I'm I'm not on the Heat organization. I don't know his medicals and his whole health situation. But to me, just you know, watching those games, I think he wasn't the same level level athletically that he was throughout the season. And you know, I I mentioned before that he wasn't you know, the same shooter that he was, even if it wasn't high volume or whatever, as he was uh, in the regular season in the playoffs. And now as we were going through it, you know, wanted to look up his lineup data. He was awesome during the regular season as, as, as far as lineup data too, right? Like, I just think they were better with, with him on the floor, just by what it says here, right? That that was kind of surprising because, uh, you you would think that more for like their best players, right? Like their best core players that those are the guys who um, really have the, these types of differentials. There are three points better per 100 possessions when he's on the floor last season during the regular season than when he was off. Now in the playoffs, it was a completely different story. They were plus six point, I want to say 80 something uh, without Caleb in the playoffs and with him, it was negative four point something. I, I don't have the number in front of me, uh, my apologies, but yeah, the story was completely different in the regular season compared to the playoffs. We already knew that, but uh, the fact that the numbers show it to that level is a little bit, you know, it's a, it's a little bit tricky to talk about him, right? Cause we don't know how he's going to look when he comes back. So that's really what it depends on to me, but I do think like he was such an ideal bench wing for them. And I think he's, more than qualified to be in that position again. And it wouldn't be surprising if he plays a good amount of minutes at the four, even if he's not starting there. So uh, I'm glad they brought him back. It, it seemed like a pretty beneficial deal for both sides. And I, I think they need what he provides, especially after losing PJ, even if they're different types of players. I, I think, you know, him out getting to like 15 points a game or something like that would be the way that he really outplays expectations. Cause I don't think anybody sees like that type of production coming. All right, you guys have left me a lot on the board, so I'm going to go through it when we come back. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I want to tell you about one more sponsor here, our friend Mark Brown. Go to marcbrownpa.com. Fan of the show, also a big fan of the heat. But also you should be a fan of his if you want to get your finances in order for something happens to you. Make sure you have an estate plan for your family. You reach out to Mark. He'll go through it all with you. He's based in North Lauderdale. He can serve the entire area. He's right off of Cypress Creek. And Andrews, 954-566-5678, 954-566-5678. He also can help you with your closing. I just saw he just closed on a new house himself. So he did it for himself. He also did that for me a couple of times. Reach out to Mark Brown at markbrownpa.com, 954-566-5678. Okay, there's a lot of ways I could go, okay? Because I feel like in a certain segment of the Heat fan base, expectations are down for a lot of people, Okay. I think there's an expectation that Bam will never get better. I feel I hear that, right? Like he is what he is offensively. I disagree with that expectation. Okay. But I'm not going to go with Bam, but I could go with Bam. I feel like there are some who basically believe that Tyler Hero maxed out in the regular season. And then when he started to see better coverages or more different kinds of coverages, 
in the playoffs, he couldn't adjust to it. So I think that if he does end up adjusting to it, that Heat fans will be surprised. And there's an expectation level that's low right there for him. Kyle Lowry, I feel like the expectation level, we've talked about this in entire episodes, for him is low. I feel like there's a lot of people don't think he's going to get his quickness back, that even that he won't get in shape. And even if he does get in shape, he's too old to stay healthy, okay, and, and be uh, consistently aggressive offensively. So I could have gone with him. Could have gone with Yurt, who I know you guys devoted an entire episode to. But I'm down to two, okay? I'm down to two. One of them is Victor Oladipo. Because... It depends who you talk to. <laughs> and now more of that stuff is starting to come out of the organization to other reporters. I saw Joe Varnin wrote this too. And he's someone who spent a little time with Vic this season. The organization thinks Vic's going to be great. Okay. I mean, that's the guy they're selling to us right now. Okay. When, when Brady talked earlier about subbing out somebody in the rotation, it is basically PJ Victor Oladipo for PJ Tucker. That's how the organization looks at it for right now. I, I understand that makes him even smaller, but they are viewing Vic as a core player this year. They did not last year because they didn't know what he was going to be able to provide. So I absolutely could have gone with Victor Oladipo and thought about it. I'm going with Gabe Vincent. Um, I think he's just scratched the surface here. And, and the reason I say that is because, you know, he had to learn a totally new position. And everything they've put on his plate now to try to get better, he has shown signs of improvement in. You know, the shot, they totally reconstructed the shot. It came back this season. The playmaking, the, the awareness, we know about the defense, okay? That, that has been good since the moment he came in. But all of that stuff, him mimicking Lowry on some of that stuff, making the right reads quickly, that got much better as the season went on. I think that there is an expectation that Gabe Vincent is basically a long-term backup point guard in this league. I think he may show this year that he's a long-term starting point guard in this league somewhere. So I'm going to go with Gabe slightly over Vic, but I understand the guard room is crowded, which just makes this, as Brady says, makes this a little more complicated. If I had to ask you guys, which of those two would you say has better chance to exceed expectations? Brady, you'd go with which one? I would personally say Gabe Vincent because when I thought about Victor Oladipo, I personally feel like a lot of people have high expectations now just because the Heat have set that bar, like you just said, they've set it so high and kind of sold it that this is the guy that's kind of putting them over the top where I don't think the expectations are low now. Like he came in however long ago and, and he was that initial piece and all of a sudden he was the late season saver, savior last season. He played well in the playoffs. Like now – I think this is when the expectations are on him and now it's time that they expect him to perform. Gabe Vincent, on the other hand, like you just said, that's the type of guy that you were just saying, be a starter in this league, kind of prove that he's a starter in this league. I think he's going to be a starter in this league for plenty of games this season because Kyle Lowry, as much as people may want to hate to hear it, is not going to be playing all 82 games. And I don't think he's going to be playing close to 82 games. I think they're going to try to save him as much as possible for the postseason after what we just witnessed with Kyle Lowry kind of burning out toward the end. Gabe Vince is going to start a lot of games, and I don't think that is a bad thing when you think look at it from the Heat's perspective. I don't think they mind that kind of insertion at all because, as we saw even in the postseason this past run, he stepped in and he was great. Like I think we even talked about it before that the two guys that kind of went up in the in their numbers in the po from your regular season to postseason was Jimmy Butler and Gabe Vincent. Like that's just wild. He was just out better. Than he, he was just absolutely going insane. Like he was hitting shots and he was 
willing to take the shots. He had a little bit of a rhythm. He was able to get any spot on the floor he wanted to. Like, that's a guy that has potential. And as we said, in, in kind of not to go in this direction of contract-wise, as, as he and Max Struess are on contract years, those are the type of guys that people pay. Like, those are the type of guys with high upside, with a little bit of defense, with some shot creation thrown in there that have some high potential uh, that just people throw big contracts at. So I think he's going to have a lot to prove for himself this season. It was one thing to get into the league to prove himself. Now it's proving himself to get that payday. So that's why I kind of think uh, – I think he very well could outperform expectations. And I think it also should be said that he fits really well with this group. Like, he really does. Like, the scheme of Eric Spolstra – and the way that he plugged in all throughout the season, the way they utilize him is perfect. So I think it's just pretty easy to say that he could be integrated quickly and, and just really well. You know, what's the funny thing about this, Alex, is in the pre-show, we were using this as a way to talk about Duncan Robinson and none of us mentioned Duncan Robinson. I, I, I what, what would be, I thought you were going there. No, I, I was uh, thinking about it, but, but here's the thing, like, okay, what would be exceeding expectations for Duncan simply staying on the roster I mean, right? I mean, through the trade deadline? Rotation. Just being in the rotation every night. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, we're talking about a guy who was a starter last season. I mean, I, I do feel like there is high potential for an upside surprise with him. Like, I, I, mean, if he, I think you could here. definitely – I think you could definitely be a surprise because I said on a, a previous stream before where I said if Duncan's on the roster to be in the season, I felt like he could be getting quality minutes. Like, that's kind of where – if they're going to play and lean offense and go smaller, I just feel like they're going to utilize everybody on their roster. And just because kind of, let's just say, uh, Duncan had a down year in general, he didn't forget how to shoot a basketball. Like he's still going to be a high level shooter in camp and he's going to be competing for spots where I think there's still going to be that level of trust there as much as people may hate to hear this as well, that I think he could slip in there. Like, I think he'll have an opportunity to surprise people. And if we were talking about, like I said before, kind of surprising compared to expectations, that's a guy that he can do anything right now and it could probably be exceeding expectations. So that's probably the perfect answer to give for this because if he comes in to begin the season, has a couple big games, the kind of the tide turns on, at least for the moment, uh, in terms of just expectations. Well, and I, I think we're going to hear a lot at camp about how well he's shooting the ball. Oh, I, that, no. That's right. <laughs> You're gonna hear how well he's defending. I'm I'm telling you that right now. That he, you you mean, specifically are gonna hear it from somebody that, that they, they, <laughs> probably that he's he's made big strides on the defensive end. He's gotten stronger, uh, and, and they feel more they feel more comfortable playing him in big minutes. I, th that is exactly what's gonna happen. It may or may not be true. It might be true, but it is definitely something that we're gonna hear. All right. So those were our main picks, though. I did go with Gabe Vincent. Brady goes with Haywood Highsmith and uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Brady goes with Caleb Martin. Alex goes with Haywood Highsmith. Greg goes with nobody because he had the night off. Thanks to our sponsors, prize picks, use the code five F I V E therapistpreferred.com. Use code five RSN and our friend, Mark Brown at markbrownpa.com. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.